1: All right, welcome back to another episode of Two Drunk Brothers in the Podcast, episode 184. Today, we are going to cover some meaningful college football games this weekend and their impacts and uh, semi-scenario-ish. We're also going to talk NFL Draft Week because that will be...
2: XFL. Sorry, Jesus.
1: XFL Draft Week, and then we're going to talk football picks. Uh, we're
2: We're waiting on Ethan to hop on. Yeah, so it's the first time that you and I've been on by ourselves in a while before I, since before I had a kid. So yeah, at least about seven eight, 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 months eight months ago. Yeah. Um, so uh, I want to I want to address the elephant in the room for those who follow us on social media. Bad. I've been her, I've been horrendous. We've none none of us have been good. With I that. mean, yeah, I was gonna
1: say it's not just you. Uh, I had my stretch of being horrible, ever since I've been but the, not great.
2: But you the problem have had was a I stretch. wasn't I wasn't even horrible. I had one like three weeks in a row. I just went on six last week. I but by winning, I mean, I've won like minuscule amounts.
1: you like you won a little bit not this past week, but the week before you won a unit. Uh, before that, you hadn't won in
2: I had two winning weeks in a row, I'm pretty sure. I looked that up, looked it up before I got on, got on today.
1: Oh, yeah, but the, yeah, very, very small, minuscule, but yeah, exactly. I mean,
2: it's it's bad. I just, I just want to address it. Going 0 and six, going over anything in my picks. Like I don't know, have we ever done it? As that's probably never happened. We've never it's gone undefeated. Happened. Never gone undefeated. We've gone, gone undefeated.
1: Winless. One of us has gone. One of us has gone undefeated once. I think. Okay, well, I don't know who it was. I think it was a couple of years ago.
2: Yeah, I going winningless is. I mean, Ethan went. Ethan went winless
1: as well. Technically, uh, he had a three unit say. push. He had a three unit push, so he only lost seven. Jarrett yeah. lost all ten. I lost – I broke even. I was down 0. 0.7. I had my stint of losing terribly and being the worst. You have your stint of being the worst. And Ethan now is – just had a very bad week as well. So yeah. he went from running away with the competition to now making it somewhat-ish competitive. We'll see.
2: And uh, speaking of the devil, and By the way,
1: speaking of the devil, here he is. Ethan just got back to, from watching the Georgetown
3: Hoyas get embarrassed. Making a, uh, making it more of a competition because of my negative seven unit week is what I did. <laughs> yep.
1: you came in at the right time. So that's I you sure did.
3: Knew exactly what you were talking about. Um,
1: yeah. So, elephant in the room. Jared is doing the beer mile. Ethan, we found out he's he's going to do it next Saturday after we get back from
3: Columbia. Deal love that
2: yeah that so i kind of it was like it was a self-imposed uh punishment i don't know if you guys it was a episode like three or four weeks ago it was one of those i was either gonna i was winning. gonna do it Remember, no listen. that was
1: one of my punishments
2: yeah but so i don't know if you guys heard two or three weeks ago i was on the episode i like jumped in recorded my little segment and i said if i have losing uh, this week I'm doing a punishment. I ended up having a winning week, which is fine. So this week I'm sitting there Monday night, have my last pick going on. I'm like, bro, I'm about to go on oh, fucking six. I could I felt it coming. I hadn't hit a shit all weekend. My 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 the site that I gamble on, my count balance was like almost negative or almost in the almost to zero. I'm like, I'm emptying it out every single cent I have left on this last pick. And if it is what it is, if it hits, cool. I'll keep it rolling. If it doesn't, I'll take a break for a few days. Well, Eagles first half minus six and a half didn't hit, unfortunately. And uh, here I am not gambling tonight and doing a beer mile again. I just kind of took on this myself. Mike, this is pathetic. I have to do it. So
1: I yeah. think because I think there was a time before I did the chip challenge where I was going to do the beer mile. And then I had a good week and then I absolutely shit or a decent week. And then I shit the bed two weeks in a row and then did the chip. So, uh, yeah. So either way, Jared's going to do that. Um. And then Ethan might be two weeks away from doing his own punishment if he keeps it up.
3: <laughs> well, we'll see also... what happens this weekend. But <laughs> since I'm in town next weekend, if I have another bad weekend, we, me and Jarrett might as well just do a, a joint yeah. punishment.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, God, there we you
3: go. You do a
2: relay 5K,
1: relay <laughs> beer 5K.
2: No, thank you. Jesus Christ, I'm gonna pass <laughs> no, on that you. one. Yeah.
1: It's only an extra half mile.
3: I can't know. You don't even want to see my normal mile time, let alone with <laughs> beers in me.
2: <laughs> so the, I, I was, I was telling you guys this. like, I don't know. I was, oh, I was going to, I was going to say this. What is like, what would you guys think is a good beer mile time? Like, first of all, what do you guys think I run like normal mile time? Good beer
1: mile time. I would say anywhere from
2: 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. You guys are going to be crazy. I'm, I'm shooting. I'm shooting for nine.
1: Not a chance. You, if you do, you'll puke. If you wanna if you really want to set a personal record, you will throw
2: up. I would say, but I, I run a six and a half minute mile. Usually. That's
1: fine. That's fine. You don't run it. You don't run a quarter mile with a beer, a quarter mile with two beers, a quarter mile with three beers, and a quarter mile with four beers. Okay, deep in your stomach. That's maybe. you're gonna have to run pretty slow.
2: I was thinking like, okay, if I run the first quarter mile my normal pace, you know, or maybe a little bit slower because I have a beer in my stomach. It's gonna take. And then I was like, okay, it's gonna take me like 15 to 30 seconds to shotgun a beer.
1: I be, I bet it takes close to a minute to shotgun those last two beers. <laughs> we'll see,
2: you're dude. You have,
1: your your mindset is what my mindset was before I ate that fucking chip. I know a lot better than
2: what it's going to (laughs) be. I'm going to it very confident. Like I'm telling you, like I'm not, I'm not dreading it. Like I'm actually kind of looking forward to it, to be honest with you a little bit. I'm sure halfway through, I won't be saying that, but I'm kind of looking forward to it. I
1: was as well. I was like, I can do this (laughs) fucking. This is awesome. I'm going to do it. Uh, the first half mile I see not having troubles with, then I'll see you struggle. I would say 15 and under
2: would be successful. Okay all right i'll I would, shoot i'll shoot, I would I'll shoot take, I for sub 10 but we'll see
1: i would take like two minutes of beer chugging and then a 13 minute mile with four beers directly inserted in my stomach because you gotta think drinking four beers in 10 minutes and then
2: running that's a lot it is a lot yeah. now i'm thinking about it out loud <laughs> it's a lot so we'll see but anyway that's where that's where we're going um that's what's going down. Uh, I suck a dick at gambling this year. It is what it is, the exact opposite of last year. I was telling Travis before we started recording, though, I feel like the sweet spot because none of us – like I was doing semi-bad. Travis was doing semi-bad. Ethan was like actually winning. There were a couple of weeks there where like me and Travis were both like bouncing back between forth between negative and positive. And you guys correct me if you're if you think I'm wrong, but I feel like the real sweet spot to win money, betting on football, is the first like eight weeks of the season. Because books haven't figured shit out. They don't adjust lines really on like props too. Like now, you know, you could have hammered Tyree kills over on catches prop first eight weeks of season. You're fucking, if you were putting, you know, thousand dollars in that every single week, you're up probably eight, nine grand right now, but now they're starting to adjust it. Last week, it was like eight and a half, something crazy. I didn't touch with the 10 foot pole, but like, is that kind of what you guys feel? Cause I feel like they're starting to do like would, adjust things a little bit. I would say prop
1: wise. Yeah. The first few weeks I struggled. Especially with NFL, because I just didn't know how teams were going to be with new players. Um, yeah, it's just been rough. NFL
3: has had weird lines and weird games this year.
2: I just feel with like college. NFL has been better for me. But I can't stand college betting this year.
3: I just think it's been a weird year. Like if you look at the standings in both college football and the NFL, the way that some teams have played, others haven't. That I don't think anybody could have predicted that. As of right now, there are seven out of the eight East teams in the NFL that are in the playoffs, and the other one's a half game out. Would have never guessed that in a million years. The NFC West, as bad as it is. The AFC West, as not necessarily bad, but bad as it is. Um, you just – I don't think anybody anticipated that. And so when it comes to betting on top of that, you're looking at those teams. And like for myself, right, I'm like, oh, the Packers, like they're only three-point favorites this week. Oh, I'm going to bet that for sure. But now moving into week whatever it is, 11 um, – I'm not going to take that line with a 10 foot pole because even though they won last week, I still don't trust that team. i we'll say, yeah, it's like,
2: yeah, yeah, it's like you almost like like, hey, that's when I bet on the Packers money line against the Lions we weeks ago. I'm like, all right, they got to turn the corner at some point. Like, you know, like you got they got to figure it out. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like
0: just, it's they, they
1: set the line at something that you don't agree with because you know that team is capable of something. You, it's just. How, how are they going to do it or not? And it's been weird this year because you got some teams that are not showing what they are capable of at all. Yeah.
2: yeah. And anyone out there that has a sports gambling podcast like ourselves, if they claim they're making fistfuls of cash, they're a fucking liar because people who are making fistfuls of cash week over week aren't giving out their picks or or their tips. Not for free anyway. So that's what I'll say about that. <laughs> all, these bozos that on TikTok, all these bozos you see on TikTok that are like, I've got this fucking... This this model system that hits at an eighty five percent rate, and you know you just gotta got comment, and I'll DM you. No, bro, you got you found a couple <laughs> cool, good plays hit last week. That's not a fucking system.
1: Exactly. I mean, it's tough. The Vegas is Vegas for a reason. We're not we're not claiming to uh, be master gamblers. We do it for the fun of it.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. It, and if if we're up
1: units at the end of the year, we can say, "Hey, ain't did a gonna good be job. me." We did a good job, yeah. Not gonna be. Ethan last week said, "Hey, we got time, we got time," and I said, "Yeah." Well, next thing you know, we're gonna be two weeks away and down twenty units. And look at we us.
2: Might, might just have to say, "Fucking." We might at the end of the season, like for college and for the NFL, <laughs> might just be like, "Fucking, fuck the ten unit thing." Like you guys want to bet on whatever you want to bet on. We got to scratch a claw to get this bitch back up. You know, like, if you want to bet on every single bowl game, put units on it. Go for it. You know, anything, anything we gotta yeah. do.
1: Exactly. Yeah, well I got we uh we got this so, week to make a little bit of headway, which I think I, I like this slate, I think.
2: I don't, but yeah.
3: <laughs> I say I like the slate every week and then you see what
2: happens. So <laughs> Remember I texted you guys, I texted you guys on Saturday. I said, "Boys, I don't love today's I don't love today's card." I,
1: I You know you know like you said card. I don't like today's card. I love today's I card. I love
2: it. I love today's card. <laughs> Proceeded to go 3 and 10 in those picks. So that's <laughs> that's a
3: Well
1: dude, I, <laughs> me and Ethan played uh we're playing Xbox for like most of Saturday, uh, I believe. And it was just so funny. <laughs> I mean it wasn't funny. I wanted you to win, but it was kind of hilarious at the same oh, I time.
2: fuck I was like, whatever, dude. I was like, uh, I was I can't remember what I did on Saturday. I was out and about doing shit and I was looking at my phone and I'm like, you know, I had the action network app where I check all my bets and everything was in the green at one point and then like fuck yeah. And then at halftime I'm like, what the fuck happened? Um, I don't even remember who it was, but oh, Illinois fucking pissed me off. Sorry, Ethan, but they just drove yeah, me no, the, crazy. The last
3: two weeks, they have literally, I mean, they had the Big Ten West all but one, and then they, they said, oh, Mitch 8, Purdue, we're not good.
2: Yeah. And like Purdue, like, was like an bounce back spot. I'm, I'm going to, I want to talk about one other game that made me mad. I'm going to look it up real quick <laughs> off the top of my head. Uh, was it one of your picks? It was one of the ones I tweeted. Nebraska. Eh, Nebraska. Oh yeah. Plus 30 and a half. And they fucking lost by 31. That's what it was. Yeah. Yep. It's insane. Not gonna
1: not gonna do good for you. Um so talking about Ethan and the big Big Ten West and his uh his his alma mater in their Meaningful matchups. That's what we're going to talk about. Week 12 college football. Meaningful matchups this this week. Hmm. Um, I have four. You guys don't have to come prepared with any. We could talk about these. Um, the first one
2: being... Well, first of all, we got to talk about the rankings because they changed a little bit. Oregon dropped out of the top 10 all the way down to 12. So like people behind them bumped up. So basically, LSU, USC... Um, Alabama, Clemson bumped up one spot. Utah and Penn State jumped three spots. Um, so those, so the top ten is Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, Tennessee, LSU, USC, Alabama, Clemson, Utah, and that's the top ten. So yeah, so the top the top five didn't change no, at didn't. all. And but I think I think I think those sh- those shifts between six and ten <clears throat> might mean something here in a few weeks
1: yeah they could they very well could um, and we'll talk about we might get we might talk about some of them, one of them here and then maybe the rest of them next week. But the first notable matchup with meaning this week I have is the Illinois versus Michigan game. uh Michigan number three Illinois is not ranked, ranked anymore
2: ranked,
1: yep. uh, but if Illinois loses and Purdue wins they are eliminated from the Big Ten title contention. (laughs) So there's that. And then so Illinois has big stake heading into this game. Michigan, on the other hand, they don't have a whole lot of stake because they have to beat Ohio State regardless to go into the Big Ten championship game. So a loss here wouldn't be the end of the world. How do you guys see this playing out? And can you see a world where Ohio State and Michigan – Get into the college football playoff because only one of them
3: No, i'm going to say no not if right now. not if michigan loses this weekend um I, I think that there's a way that they both get in if michigan say wins this week they play each other next week um ohio state wins that game and then wins the uh big ten championship you've got a one-loss michigan team an undefeated ohio state team and then potentially, you know, Pac-12 has kind of shot themselves in the foot with Oregon losing. Yep. They still have Pac-12 USC right there on the cusp, but we'll talk about that here in a second. Yep.
2: Yeah,
3: um, I think yeah. I Tennessee not play. I mean, it, it really, I guess, it depends, right? They're not playing in the SEC championship game. If Georgia yeah, goes and takes care of business, then LSU's out, Bama's out, Tennessee <sighs> is right there, and then you, you're either going to have two SEC teams or two Big Ten teams. That's where I'm at with it right now.
2: So, you guys are going to call me crazy. I think they'd put, I think there's a shot. I think there's no way two Big Ten teams get in. I just don't think that. I don't think the college football playoff committee is all about what's going to drive the best matchups, the best ratings. And I'm sorry, but Big Ten football, especially Michigan football, is boring as hell. So, if Michigan loses either one of these games, Michigan's going to have to win out. Michigan's going to have to beat Illinois, they're going to, have to beat Ohio State, and they're going to have to win the Big Ten championship game. In order to go in there, I think if they lose any of these, you know, they comp- have to
1: be undefeated.
2: Yes, they're not, they will not go into one loss. I be,
1: they could, they could lose
2: Illinois and then win out and go. If they lose Illinois, they're definitely not getting in They're going to look at that as a fucking, as, as, no,
1: if they lose Illinois, then beat Ohio State and win the Big Ten championship, they're getting in.
2: Absolutely. I think, I, I think they'd put in three SEC teams over two Big Ten teams. Not a
1: chance. Well, there wouldn't be two Big Ten teams.
2: I said, I think they would. I think they would put in three SEC teams over instead of over two Big Ten teams. I think, like Ethan said, the Pac-12 shot themselves in the foot. I think the Big 12 is going to shoot themselves in the foot as well. I think we're going to come down to we might get two Big Ten teams and two, two SEC teams, but I don't know. It's it's tough to say. If if Michigan loses Illinois, they're done because that's that's a bad loss. How, no, I don't care how you slice it. This I, late in the season, I
1: definitely don't think that they're done. They have plenty of time to make a, a make up for it. If they beat Ohio State, then they're They'd have to win that Big Ten championship and then they're in. Yeah. Cause they would be uh, they would be twelve and one. The Big Ten championship won. They would get a four seed. Easy. Easy. But they're eighteen point favorites this weekend. Ethan, <laughs> how do you feel?
3: I, I mean about this game. You guys know, like I'm I'm still more invested in Mizzou football than I am Right, but
1: and I'm just saying I'm
3: like. Um, but if I'm, if I'm Illinois and I'm an Illinois fan going into this weekend, you know, it's a must win one, the fucking craziness of the big 10 West and all of the scenarios for pretty much every team besides Northwestern to win the big 10 West is still a lot. There are still, I think four or five teams on that side of the conference that can make the big 10 championship game, barring crazy scenarios, people winning and losing and things like that. But if Illinois somehow wins this game, all of those scenarios practically go away because they beat Michigan and then they handle a 1 and 8 Northwestern team, probably 1 and 9 after next week, they're in. They're they're the team to beat with with a Purdue um loss I believe. I don't remember if Purdue has 3 or 2 losses in the conference. Either way, you take care of business against Michigan and you're all but a lock to make the championship game. If you don't, you're all but a lock to not. So a lot of lot of uh, things on the line for that team that played way above expectations. I don't have a lot of expectations in this game. I think that there's a chance that they lose by twenty five plus, um, but they do have one of the best defenses in the entire nation, so that could that could bode well for
2: them against this team. Yeah, what is what is the under? That's what I was going to ask. Uh, uh, I
1: don't, I don't know. It. I don't have it right in front of me. I I will say real quick though that
3: Purdue and Illinois are both four and three.
2: So is Iowa. In the So is Minnesota.
3: Yeah, but Illinois has the head-to-head against both of those teams. They don't against Purdue now, which is why Purdue yeah. would have.
1: to So win. Purdue has
3: to lose a game.
2: What happens if Illinois and Purdue? What happens if What happens if Illinois? It, that could be chaos. I don't even want to If do they that. all went out, Purdue goes. Okay.
1: Because they have the they have the tiebreaker. Yep. It just stay what it is right now. Um, the total for this weekend's game is forty two. What's going to be interesting. Is how these teams adjust to the run. Two very, very heavily rushing offenses going up against two of the best rushing defenses in the country.
3: It's going to yeah. be weird. Yeah, Chase Brown. I think that'll play well for Illinois. In that, I mean, he is. There's a lot of arguments for a lot of running backs this year, right? But he is, if not the best running back in the country, he is top three running backs if, in the country this year. So. If Blake Corum's and I'm say this now, rushing
1: total is anywhere under 125, you have to hammer it because they give the ball to him so much. Yeah, just like we did last week. I'm being dead serious because there's going to be a running game. It's going to be cold as fuck. It's going to be. You're gonna, they're going to have to run the yeah. ball. There might be snow.
2: Yeah, I don't
1: know.
3: I don't. The high that. in Ann Arbor on Saturday is 28 degrees. So to be cold. But should be a good yeah. game nonetheless. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, way. for sure. So there,
1: there's the, the Big Ten implications on the notable matchups this week. Let's move on to the Big 12. TCU versus Baylor. Uh, obviously, zero meaning for Baylor. They suck this year. TCU stays alive in the college football playoff race with another
0: win. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?
4: You'd have to think a loss would put them out
1: for the season, right? They're uh, done 1, 000, for.
2: Any Big Twelve team that's not undefeated will not go to the <laughs> uh, championship to go to the playoffs. this year. Just, no, they have to be undefeated, and TCU is the only one that can do it. Um, here's what I see happening: I see TCU beating Baylor. I don't know who they play next week. Iowa State. They beat Iowa State. They'll lose the Big Twelve championship game, and the Big Twelve will be fucked again. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I can see the writing on the wall. Because the way the Big 12 is set up, they'll have to play the second place team. That's how the, because there's no divisions in the Big 12. So it's just first place for second place for the championship, which is stupid. But that's how it is. TCU gets a job done this week against Baylor. There's no way in hell they lose this game. I see them dropping the championship game.
1: Right now, they'd play K State,
2: who they've already beaten. Exactly. Even, even trusting, more reason.
3: Are you trusting Adrian Martinez in a championship game <laughs> to beat an undefeated TCU team at a neutral site?
1: A 26 year old Adrian Martinez.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> hey, got got experience, man.
1: Experience losing. Uh, not experience in championship games.
3: Yeah, nobody on so the like, TCU is what? It's is it Max Duggan? Is that Max his name? Yeah. I, I take him all day over Adrian Martinez. Yeah. Uh yeah,
1: well, again, people people were counting them out last week against Texas. You know, they were the seven and a half point dogs, went into Texas, stunned them, wasn't even close. TCU's defense is rock solid. Their offense is high powered, um, but they go undefeated. Win the Big Ten, Big Twelve championship, obviously Absolutely. a shoe in. There's Understood.
3: no, but they have to win out. Absolutely have to.
2: Yeah, they can't lose it. They, if can they lose a game.
3: If they win out, too, um, they're a lock to be a three or a two seed as well. Say two, was um, a two or three?
4: Yeah.
3: Michigan and Ohio State. One of them's got to lose, right? And so one of them's going to drop below them if they're undefeated think where you can draw them. facts
1: facts. I think they're a solid team. I'd like to, I'd actually like to see TC make some noise.
2: I would um, too. I mean, it'd, it'd be, it'd be a shakeup, but yeah, I mean, I just, I just see it tough. Like I said, they have to win out and I think they're going to feel that pressure at some point. They're going to keep looking at it and see like, yo, we win this game. It's a lot, going. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's think,
1: a lot of pressure for a program that's never
2: been there before. Fuck. I could, I could see them. I could see them beating Baylor this weekend. Is that game against Iowa state on the road? It is
1: not. I don't think. I think it's at home. Let me check. Doubles. It don't is at check. home
2: because it they is don't leave home. Texas. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes that makes it better. But like Iowa State's a, uh, always been a pesky team that's fucking fucked fuck stuff up.
1: That's a good thought. They don't have to leave Texas. They didn't. They won't have to leave Texas for. Yeah.
3: F- they haven't left five Texas games. in the
2: last. Yeah,
3: because they played Texas last week. They played Baylor this week. They get to play at home next week, and in then the then, Big
2: Twelve Championship games in yep. Dallas. Yep. Yep.
3: Yep. so they that's don't, they pretty, don't have to really go anywhere that's
1: pretty well tcu's in it's in fort worth right
3: yes yep so they just fucking bus in right down the road <laughs> they just right
1: bus, in, bus, bus, bus in World. and bus baylor's and bus in,
3: in waco it. right and waco's only like an hour and a half drive south of dallas so oh, yeah. they really aren't going anywhere
1: yeah all right two more games this week that And this division is going to be an absolute shit show. Top four teams in the Pac-12 face-off. We'll talk about the first one. UCLA versus USC. USC is the one seed right now. UCLA is the four seed. A couple quick notes. USC could make a big statement. Starts this week. They play UCLA, Notre Dame, and then possibly a Pac-12 championship game against either Oregon or Utah barring them winning out. Their only issue is they can't play on the road. They have a plus 23-point differential on the road, plus 157 at home. Jesus. Uh, this. What do you guys think about this game?
2: Uh, I think these Pac-12 games, like Ethan already said, I don't know if they actually matter. Um, the only team I could see making it is USC just because of where they're at currently in the, in the college football playoff rankings. Mm-hmm. Maybe Utah, because Utah did beat USC but I don't know. Uh, The only only, only problem... Whoever whoever would go would have to make extreme statements. Like, USC would have to whoop UCLA by 10-plus. They played Notre Dame last week of the season. If they won that one big, and then won the Pac-12 Championship game big, yeah, sure, they'd make it. But it's just so tough for any of these teams to have a legit shot.
1: Their end-of-season schedules are so strong, though. Like, Like what I just said, USC, they play... All ranked teams to finish out, UCLA, Notre Dame, and then they play a Pac-12 championship game. Oregon, they play Utah this weekend, I think.
2: Oregon's done because they lost last weekend.
1: Yeah. Utah, they play Oregon this week. They play Oregon State next week. So that's a big game. And if they went out, they would go and play possibly UCLA or USC in the uh, Pac-12 championship. So I think you're right. I think either them or Utah. Utah or USC. What about what about UCLA? You think they're done after that loss last week?
2: Yeah. I think I think you lose this late in the year, you're done. Like you lose these last three weeks. Like it's so tough, especially if you already have one loss. That was Utah. It's what second loss.
1: But if they um, run the ropes here, win these next
2: two games, they make the Pac twelve championship game, then beat Utah, maybe? Where are they at with shot. They're 16th. They got two losses. I mean, there's so many teams in front of them that that could have a shot. Like, like I said, if, if you get if you came down to it, I'm taking LSU, Tennessee, Alabama over any Pac-12 team.
1: Right. However, playing devil's advocate here, they beat us. Hypotheticals. They beat USC this weekend, right? That probably bumps them to 12, 11,
2: ish. Yeah, depending on what happens in the top 10, yeah.
1: They win the next week. Maybe nine or ten.
2: They There's beat just Utah in so the Pac-12. Teams have to lose though, like so That's teams true. have lose.
1: It's, like, It looks a lot. It looks a lot easier when you look at their schedule and who they're
2: playing, rather than when you look at the scope of things. So, like, okay, USC. If, if, I, if I'm looking, I'm I'm with Pac-12 right now because I'm looking at the ACC. I'm looking at North Carolina and Clemson. Like those two teams, to me, would have more of a shot to get in than any Pac-12 team. Who'd you say? Clemson Carolina, and who? North Carolina and Clemson. They're both 9-1. and one. Yeah, that is true. Those two, because like you said, the, you just said it. The back 12 is going to beat the shit out of each other these last however many weeks. USC has, has a legitimate shot. They're seven right now. All they need is one of those top four teams to lose and make it to the Pac-12 Championship game and win it. If if one of those top four teams loses the last, the last couple weeks of the season, and USC wins out, wins out convincingly, wins the Pac-12, they're in. So maybe but the Pac-12 is, isn't as dead as as, as as we thought.
3: And to be fair, USC probably has the most difficult schedule remaining that would boost yeah. their resume because they get UCLA and they get Notre Dame, who is now suddenly ranked 18th. Um,
4: you know, I think, could look I good think on paper.
3: If, if USC wins out,
1: no matter what happens between Ohio State and Michigan – I think USC should get in over one of them.
2: Absolutely. I agree. They're not They're not going to put in two Big Ten teams if one of them didn't win. If you have a one-loss Pac-12 champion, okay, here you're talking about this. We're talking way far in the future. I like but like, okay, you're looking Jared's at It's like season. in
3: 2025. You
2: have, you, have a, you, have undefeated, you have an undefeated, I could, I could talk scenarios like that, but you have an undefeated Georgia uh, SC champion. You have an undefeated TC uh, Big 12 champion and an undefeated Michigan or Ohio State Big 10 champion. So you have that four spot left open. Do you give it to a one-loss ACC champion, a one-loss Pac-12 champion, or a one-loss Tennessee team who's looked fucking great to end, to end the year?
1: As of right now, I think you got to give it to the one-loss Pac-12 championship champion if it's USC.
2: Why not? Because in, 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 oh, USC, yeah, they've run the table in yep. big ranked teams. They would, and,
1: yeah, they would beat Notre Dame, UCLA. And then Utah—that's a gauntlet. They're going to lose one of those games.
2: Absolutely, yes. Yeah, Probably, absolutely. yeah.
1: Well, after but. what I just said, they play at <laughs> UCLA this weekend on the road. Not great. Then they play far, home versus Notre Dame.
2: A hot, a a hot, hot Notre Dame team. A hot Notre Dame
1: team. Yeah, very true. And then if they make the Pac-12 championship, that, is that at home for them? It's at the Rose. They don't play at the Rose Bowl. No,
2: they don't. UCLA uh, plays at the Rose Bowl. So they'd yeah. turn right back around and go so back. Play
1: there. at UCLA again.
2: <laughs> so, anyway, there's so SoFi now. There could be absolute carnage, though. Because, I mean, you're talking about a scenario like what happens if. I don't know, man. I could fucking spit shit. <laughs> I know it's crazy. What happens if LSU goes to the SEC Championship game and beats Georgia? You have a one last mm-hmm. Georgia team.
1: Nope. Not happening. Not after last week. I saw what LSU is
2: made of. Fluke. Okay. Fluke. And then, like, I'm just saying, like there could be complete <laughs> carnage. There can be a there can be a scenario where you only have one undefeated team left at the end of the year, and you have like six one-loss teams. Yeah. And this what is if, why we need to expand the playoff. And what
1: if what Purdue wins no. the Big Ten? <laughs>
3: uh, they'll get a I'm nice saying, maybe New Year's six. Game. But I'm saying,
1: what do you do? What do you do with a Michigan who didn't make it there <laughs> and Ohio State lost to Purdue?
3: Like. Fuck well, them all. One of them would right. make it. I think it would be whoever won head to head. So
2: they actually would get a New Year's Six game because the winner of all the major conference championship games, if they don't make the, the college football championship, oh. they get they get a New yeah. Year's Six game. New so. Year's Six
3: game um, get rolled. I will say that college football playoff committee historically does take championship teams and gives them precedent over. Um, Power five teams who did not make their championship game or who do not win their championship game. So if it came down to like a one loss Tennessee team and a one loss USC team or a one loss Clemson team who won their uh championship game, I think they would get it over Tennessee, Alabama, et cetera, if they don't win the championship game. Just historically. Yeah. It might I mean I'm, it could be wrong, but
2: I'm saying right now, like we need we need to expand this playoff because I'm looking at these top ten teams.
3: 2025, right?
2: I, th- I think, so. I think yeah. so, but I mean, you could look at these top 10 teams and I could give a case outside of maybe LSU, outside of maybe Utah, I'd give a case for the rest of the eight that I think they all have a shot at winning the national championship game. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, Tennessee, USC, Bama, Clemson. Like I give an argument for all those teams. So it's just, it's wild. In Travis's last game was the other Pac-12 game this weekend, which I believe is- we we kind
1: of talked about it a little bit though yeah. about kind of how Oregon's pretty much out of it unless things really roll their way they'd have to win out and then win the Pac-12 and have a couple other teams in front of them lose Utah things are looking a little bit better for them because they are eight and two ranked ten
2: if you're if you're if you're a Pac-12 guy Utah or USC is your best shot. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. If it's if, if sure. you're counting on UCLA or Oregon, it's not happening. Um,
3: I also misspoke earlier. Alabama, I said, was a one-loss team. They are not, and I don't know why I even thought that. <laughs> so <laughs> I just wanted to correct myself there.
2: Two so, narrow losses, though. Two narrow losses for them.
1: Now that the meaningful college football games that we've talked about this weekend, let's give our – a tad too early, each of us, College football playoff
2: teams. Um, I'll go first. I don't see anyone beating Georgia in the SEC. Georgia will be the one seed. I am going to go ahead and say I think Michigan actually finally gets it done against Ohio State, and they beat they beat Ohio State in that rivalry game. They Michigan is going to be. They did, oh yeah they did win for the first time in forever but historically it's usually always Ohio State yeah I think I think Michigan has a better defense to kind of slow down Ohio State Ohio State doesn't impress me they really haven't they struggle against bad teams early and then they they start slow and you can't do that against Michigan so um, so anyway I got Georgia Michigan I'm sorry I think TC's gonna fuck up they're gonna they're gonna drop it and screw it up oh
1: man I'm rooting for them though
2: I know I think they're gonna fuck it up Georgia Michigan. You guys aren't gonna like it, Tennessee, because if there's if there's all these teams and I and after talking it through, which <coughs> I would say USC is gonna drop one. I think it's somebody from the ACC. I think somebody from the ACC gets that four spot, whether it's Clemson or or, or, or North Carolina. It's not gonna will. be North Carolina, so it's gonna be Clemson. So there we go. I got I got Georgia, Michigan, Tennessee, Clemson. Or yeah, write boring. that down.
1: Write that down
3: and write sentence. that down. Write that down. <laughs>
2: oh
3: no. Uh, um, I I want to say this just out loud, really fast for everybody. Say here. it. Clemson is the Eagles of the college football. They practice. is the Eagles. They is the Eagles. Um,
2: they are uh, not for a good sure.
3: football team. They, I, I mean, I mean, they're a good football team. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. They are not a great football team. They are not. To me, a college football playoff worthy football team. This they'll year.
1: get, they'll get rolled in, in this college football playoff this year.
3: I, I think, think that so. they might lose their ACC championship game. I,
2: but if the cards, the cards, the cards align, they could make it. You know, what I'm saying like a TCU. Fucks and and with, I
3: don't, I don't disagree with you. I definitely think if the cards align, I think that if they make it in and they're the four seed, they will get. Oh money my! They'll lose by they thirty five
1: plus. It'll be I'm worse than
3: the Cincinnati
1: Bama game. I almost, I almost am hopeful for that to happen so that I could make me some money. <laughs> yeah, because I know some people would be would be betting on Clemson and just and because.
2: My, and my Michigan Tennessee matchup would be a clash of two polar opposites. Well, I, only, I don't, I a, don't hate
1: Tennessee making it. Hendon Hooker just has to not
3: fold in the pressure like he did last time. They would have been a shoe in had <laughs> they played even a little bit better against Georgia. Even if they still lost, had they played just yeah. a little bit better. Um. Ethan, my, yours. my four is probably pretty cookie cutter. It is um, Georgia, TCU. I think that they are going to make it as an undefeated Big 12 championship, and they will be the two seed. Michigan is going to be my three, because I do think they're the better Big Ten team than Ohio State. Um, no hate on what Ohio State's done this year. I I don't think they're like not a not great football team. I just don't think they're as high caliber as they've been in the past, and I think they're getting a little – fluffed up because of their um, resume that they've shown and that CJ Stroud and them have shown in years past as well. Um, And then my fourth team is going to be a one-loss team and it is going to be Coastal Carolina. I'm just kidding. It is USC. (laughs) (laughs) USC is going to be my fourth. I think that they'll run that table and because of the schedule that they play with how hard it is coming down the stretch, three-ranked teams, if all aligns right, and Utah makes the... Are they already locked into the Pac-12 championship, Utah? Do you know? None of them are. None of them are. Okay, so all if they fighting. run on the table and Utah ends up making the Pac-12, they beat them. Um, USC, to me, almost has to make it, being where they're at now, and then the games that they would have won. If they lose, fourth team is probably Tennessee. I, I can't give it to Clemson. So I'm going to stick with USC as my official pick, but if USC loses one of those games, Tennessee wins out, blah, 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 blah. Um, everything else falls in my top three. Tennessee will be my fourth team.
1: All right. I think everyone has Georgia as their one. I am going to go a, kind of a mixture of what you guys did. I'm going to go Georgia, Michigan. I do think they have a solid team this year. Ohio State, not impressed. Don't think CJ Shrouds it. Then I'm going to go TCU three. I think obviously an undefeated Michigan team.
2: Yeah, it's I want to hear. I want to hear on. Ethan's why I think TCU will jump. Because I,
3: leap, I didn't think that one through when I said out loud. <laughs> um I'm still gonna stick with it though because fuck it, I already said it. Um, but it. you're right, Michigan would be undefeated if they were to make the college football playoff. I think they would have to be.
1: Undefeated. Maybe they might not be. Maybe
3: yeah, they, could they be, they could Purdue be might <laughs> shock the
1: world. <laughs> um, and then some go Georgia, Michigan, TCU,
2: Tennessee. Mm,
1: that's tough. Who's Tennessee play?
2: Bunch of nobodies. They play it, Cupcake. South
1: Carolina Vandy. It's just so hard to put a team in. That's not Wait, gonna make the, it.
2: If their one loss is to the number one team in the country by two touchdowns, yeah. they beat Alabama, they beat they beat a lot of other teams. Like it's that's hard to look at it. If you're if you want if you're looking at me, you're saying, hey, could you, you could have a so I'm, get, I'm assuming in your world USC is going to lose and they're going to we're going to have a two loss Pac-12 champion. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that you take Tennessee over them. I'm assuming, but then, North, but, if,
1: but what about a one loss ACC champion? Do they get in over Tennessee?
2: You guys both just said Clemson and North Carolina are dog shit. So if you look looking at the eye test, <laughs> would you rather have Tennessee? But, or- it's not what I would rather have. It's what I think the
1: dog shit committee will do. I don't know.
2: I think I, th- I think this committee would shock us. It would be the first time they put in two SEC teams.
1: I think that that's what I'm gonna roll with. I'm gonna roll with Ohio State being the only team bounced out. The other three pop up one spot. We get a rematch because I know everyone would want to see that Georgia-Tennessee rematch again.
3: Thing and then
1: Michigan-TCU really would, would be electric. That be electric. College football playoff would be electric.
2: And the Michigan-TCU game would be electric for under How about that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> the other wow. matters. This
1: Mountain Dew Baja Blast Seltzer is fire. I had those brought like,
3: up I know. I, like, I just now finally but...
1: I didn't feel like buying a whole six pack tonight, so I bought a can bigger than my fucking head. I see that.
3: I drank one of those at the game tonight, except it was a McUltra, but same size. There you, you go. You want to guess how much it cost? You $8. take 17 1350. It. 1799. And they say that <laughs> things are cheaper. Not really. Nobody says that. Everything's more expensive nowadays. I mean, it, I, mean I get it. It's what like do you a, have to say to like
1: Joe a, Byron right now? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: what In D.C. Oh. drinking a nickel for 18 bucks. <laughs>
2: Fuck, dude.
3: <laughs> what do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? What does he say? <laughs> take God, me out to dinner. Take me out to dinner.
2: That's what it is. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: man. Well, yeah. there we have it. Just wanted to run through some college football shit. That took a lot of time off the plate. Um, That's okay. Let's talk a little bit because I don't think this will last nearly as long. Roll into XFL draft week. Um, I can't find a player pool anywhere. They haven't leaked a player
2: pool. Uh, a bunch Watch of up. the player pools that I've found are like – well, here it is right here. No. It's the, the quarterbacks only. Oh, nope, yeah. no, here it is. I found it. It's on the Expo's website. Nope. Look at the date. It's 2019. Top sure
1: top. Shit is. They won't. I read that they weren't going to release it
2: today, which is kind of trash. Um, I just want to talk about players I think should go. Like, There's some players that I think are older players that have kind of like fizzled out in the NFL. Benny Snell is a get, name Whoop. that comes to mind. Did you hear what one of the guys I don't know what his title
1: is, but he said that they're aiming to put players in that have been out of college ideally for two to three years and they'll go to five like four to five years if they have to. I'm like, that's
3: not nearly long enough. What about guys that have been bouncing around on practice squads for five years? Well, I feel like though, like, isn't because they they're partnering with the NFL, right? like that's the whole thing now is it's it's, it's not official like it's
2: not official but that's right. kind of that it's the idea yeah
3: but if if they are treating it as almost like a minor leagues a g league whatever you're gonna want younger guys who are are semi fresh out of college because you're wanting to give them a chance to show like prove themselves and move up into that that nfl ranking per se i guess and
0: so i get
3: The the premise of, like, do we want 30-year-old players jumping into our league? Maybe, maybe a few sprinkled here and there for sure, yet, like veteran presence.
1: Yet the Battle Hawks took A.J. McCarron today.
3: <laughs> right. No, I, He's
1: I been out of college said. for, what, every bit of 10 years?
3: Well, no, because he played in the SEC Championship game against us in, what, 2014? Yeah, that was almost um, 10 years ago, bro. Eight.
2: It's 2022. Close. Mass. <laughs> Um, was but no, that would have been, He wasn't in 2014. It is a long time. He was he's 30, He's thirty-two.
1: Yeah, he wasn't. He wouldn't have been twenty-fourteen. Yeah. He would have been he, twenty.
2: No, he was. He was. He was twenty. He was twenty-thirteen. Yeah, I was gonna say he wasn't twenty-fourteen.
3: Twenty-fourteen was, right. in 2014. 2014 was uh, Max Coker. Is that right? Am I making that name up? I feel like that sounds right, though. <laughs>
1: I'm that name. That's up. a great <laughs> question. I don't know who. I don't know who the Alabama quarterback was when Derrick Henry. I feel like I Amari Cooper
3: to be. I feel like I know somebody in my life from a long time ago who's. That's definitely Max a football Cooper. player's name. So, Blake, if you're Blake, hearing this, the name is Max Coker, and you know who it's I am Jake. somehow.
2: It's Jake. Jake Coker. It was Blake. <laughs> was close. It was Blake Sims. Really? Blake Sims. We let
1: that motherfucker
3: toss the ball all over us. Well, he had Amari Cooper fucking running around, Yeah. Amari Cooper, I believe, had like eleven catches for like one hundred and eighty nine yards that game.
2: Uh, he was led the tie to win the twenty fourteen NFC Championship game and was the game's MVP. <laughs> there you go. Um,
1: so yeah, but the so the draft, I guess, officially starts today. When you're if you're hearing this on Wednesday, the sixteenth, but they did the preliminary quarterback draft today. Uh, not very impressed. With some of the names.
2: We said the Hold same shit here. last time. And, and then, and then we were, we were impressed by like Jordan Tamu and fucking the backup for the battle Hawks went out and won on Monday night football last night. So we say that we, I let him play first. That's my thought process.
1: So you got drew Plitt who used to play for, I believe Ohio or ball state ball state. It was ball state. Yeah. Yep. Uh, right Kyle Slaughter, Northern Colorado, Ben Eric Dungey, <laughs> There you go. Eric Dungey, Syracuse. Caleb LB. I thought the Battle Hawks were for sure going to pick him because he came out of St. Louis. That's where he went to high school. Played Western Michigan. Brandon Silvers. I think he played in, he the, played, AAF played in the AAF or XFL. XFL. Yeah. Um, so he's from Troy. Jalen McClendon from Baylor. Luis Perez, who also played in the and AAF XFL. and XFL. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Francois, that's, who that's who I wanted. That's who I wanted too. He played Florida State. He was a monster.
2: Him and uh, Derek King. I wanted Derek King too.
1: Derek King, Javon Pass, who went to who was Louisville quarterback.
2: What a what a what a last name for, for.
1: I know, right? Anthony Russo, Michigan State, and then the Battle Hawks got Ryan Willis and AJ McCarron. Ryan Willis was a Virginia Tech quarterback who got replaced by Hendon Hooker.
2: Not a bad guy to get replaced by. I don't know. No, but before
1: he transferred to Virginia Tech, he went to fucking Kansas.
2: So here's what I also said they're um, also they're also going to expand like after the NFL season's over, like there's going to be a chance to like sign players who maybe want to explore the XFL. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they throw if they throw any money at some big name guys that I have fizzled out, you know, looking at you, Baker Mayfield, looking at you, um, there's a lot of names in the NFL that were big at one time. Well, you're
3: missing the South. biggest NFL name
2: that got drafted by an
3: XFL team today Seattle. Ben DiNucci. Yeah. Ben, <laughs> ben DiNucci. DiNucci. I, and I, I'm going to hate myself for saying
1: this, but I would like him to play professional football that I think he could ball out. Drew Locke. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I think Drew Locke's taking the Chase Daniel Mizzou quarterback, but he's
1: so much
3: say. better. Uh,
2: nah.
1: better at making plays,
3: better at winning I, games, I, maybe not. I think he has a higher ceiling than Chase Daniel did. Exactly. Oh, I mean, Chase Daniel yeah. was like what five ten, you know. I would never say Drew Locke mobile, is better at
2: making though. plays than Chase Daniel, though. That's that's an incorrect. Maybe
3: statement. maybe not in college, but yeah. After after seeing what Chase Daniel did on Monday night
1: for <laughs> was that Sunday night football after what three plays. He's <laughs> also like uh,
2: 37 years old, I think. I know yeah. he's older than
1: shit, dude. He's such a short little chunky motherfucker too.
3: And he'll probably sign with another team next year. You know he goes out oh,
2: fucking game and drinks bush lights in the locker room, fucking just like eh, whatever. Dude, why why not? You never 19 have play. million dollars in the bank.
1: Come in and throw three incomplete passes nowhere near the fucking intended target and still get paid. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, He's good at yeah, the,
1: X, the XFL. I'm worried, about it. I'm worried I, about it. Yeah. I was thinking about this like on the ride home. I'm like, I'm not as excited as I was the first time. Don't get me wrong. I'm still excited. We'll still go to the games. Pay attention.
2: How easy it fizzled out last time. Well, okay, to be fair.
1: Given given COVID, but still, the fact they didn't fight for it, then they changed ownership hands. I just am afraid that it's, it's going to be a worse product
2: than what it was last time, so, in my opinion. Coming from a business perspective, I'm sh- going to speak strictly from a business perspective here. It made sense what Vince, Vince McMahon did. I really think the XFL had legs first time around. Ratings were better. Oh, it definitely did. Um, St. Louis was selling out games. Seattle, Seattle was also selling out games too. They are doing a pretty good job. Vince McMahon did it because COVID hit, and he had invested so much money in the league, he had to sell it so he could declare it for bankruptcy and recoup whatever losses he was going to take instead of letting it sit for a year and a half and just bleed dry. So that made sense to me. What doesn't make sense to me is how long The Rock and his ownership group waited to start this thing. They could have started it this past spring. They bought it in the summer of 2020. I don't think it takes two and a half years to get a fucking league up and running. I'm sorry, but that's my opinion on it. And I've also been reading that these other cities that have teams, like people in those cities, are like, I had no fucking idea we had an XFL team. Like Vegas, is one of them. Like I was reading a thread the other day, like Vegas, is like fucking, I had no idea we had a team. Um, well, so
1: they're putting XFL teams where they have NFL teams, and there's, I mean, there's just no need. For that market,
3: I think on the bright side, though, I think that there are less XFL teams in NFL cities this time around. Like this go around, Orlando team, you've got a team in. Okay, okay, San Antonio. Time out.
1: But time out. Orlando and Vegas, two huge touristy cities. You're not going to be going to Orlando and Vegas to watch a motherfucking XFL game, right? And no one, and people that live there don't give a flying fuck about football.
2: Orlando doesn't have a team, do they? Yes, they do. They're the Guardians. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it was the same thing the last time around. Like St. Louis was the only city that had that didn't have an NFL team. At least San Antonio Antonio
1: is the only. It's like
2: I said. I said the last time. This time they didn't. San Antonio didn't have a team last time. It was Dallas, Houston,
1: and Texas. I think has three teams again.
3: They have Kirkham. Arlington San Antonio
1: what they're and,
2: doing um, Houston cuz what they're doing is the, is that is the players and their all their stuffs in Houston they only they they go to their home cities for the games and the games only so the, like they're basically giving all these players like a hub to go to and practice in like I think it's Houston I believe um and That's everything, stupid everything happens there I don't know they, that way they don't have to like get facilities in in other cities because like Vegas doesn't even know where they're playing at. Like I was reading the Vegas Vipers don't even have like a a deal. They'll probably end up playing at at – I think they're
1: playing at UNLV.
2: Are they? I think so. Yeah, because Allegiant Stadium or whatever it is, the (laughs) big
3: Fucking no No. way. It wouldn't even fill the bottom bowl. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, I will (laughs) say this. I will say this is that St. Louis on season ticket deposits, St. Louis had like 18,000. The next best team had five. So. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'll pay attention and I'll, I'll be excited for it if it if it takes off. I just don't have high hopes for it. I'll say that.
2: It also helps that I think when the when the XFL kicked off, Travis, the Dolphins had just come off like a terrible fucking season. That was that year we were trying to tank for Tua. So like we were excited to watch a good football team for once. Now it's like we have Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell. It's like okay, cool. You want me to go watch? The XFL and root for the hey, Battlehawks Hawks. You I never will. know, man. <laughs> and to
3: to add
1: to that, like the like the Battlehawks had a good team the first time around. Now yeah. you have to do the same thing. What if the and if the team shit, I will not care at all. I will not care yeah. if we're bad. I won't even watch a game.
2: See, I think I think there's other people in St. Louis that are the opposite of us who still don't have an NFL team and like this is like all they live for. Like I'm a part of like a Battlehawks. Facebook page on Facebook, and some yeah, they're a fucking, fucking
1: bunch of losers.
2: They're crazy. During they're, they're literal.
1: They're I think they literally live with their moms. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, if you ha- if if you haven't found a team since the Rams have moved away, Do you gotta just maybe go to therapy. You have to find some ways to cope. Are, are, have
2: you seen the guy? Have you seen yes the guy on TikTok? I want to punch World him in the fa- I want to punch him in the face. Who?
3: <laughs> Reverse got, Wordle King, no. Who used to do the Reverse Wordles, and then he started, uh, like he started doing TikToks where he was narrowing down who he wanted his team to be next. he was from St. Louis, he, he had picked Louis. one,
2: and he got uh, down to the he he got down to the fucking Bears and the Bills. What a loser! What a loser. the Bears and the Bills, and he picked the Bears. What a loser gross. from St. Louis.
1: How are you gonna how are you gonna wind all the way down and then
2: pick a Chicago team?
3: He had People. he had Miami in his top six. And he went with those two.
2: (laughs) Yeah. His top four were Cincinnati. How did he do it again? He just like went through and like was like, I don't like this city for this week. Like 32 was like the Rams. Like he's like, obviously I'm never going to pick them. 31 was like, I think it might've been the Packers or something. Oh, I might've seen a different guy doing this and
1: who like did it with like a randomizer, but either way, if you like, if you haven't grown up and gotten over it and found a new football team and are just living and dying by this, the XFL, then I feel sorry for you.
2: Like even like Travis, and I know a kid who was so against the NFL, but finally we reached that settlement. He's like, okay, cool. Just now start now. watching He's it in our fantasy football league this year. Yeah, but yeah, so we'll see what the XFL is like. <laughs> I'm not. I, I will bet on it. I'm not. I have this much hope for it, about this sliver of hope. Yeah, not not a lot of hope.
1: I mean, it's failed twice now. So hey, maybe the third time's the charm. We shall see. But outside of that, AAF never took off. Uh, USFL—I didn't even like that, watch an ounce of any of those games. Yeah, yeah. It's finished. Yeah, it did finish with a champion. That was this past year. Mm-hmm. I thought it, I'm pretty but sure I didn't watch jam- a damn thing though. Oh, I thought you said. I thought you said no, it didn't finish. Um, no, 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 no. No, I, just,
3: I didn't watch shit. I
1: didn't know. even watch a fucking snap of that league.
3: You know what I found out today? Um, because so sorry, I'm sidetracking, but it's just gonna take two seconds. <laughs>
1: That's <fine. It's> podcast. <laughs> As you guys
3: know, I went to the Georgetown Northwestern game. First of all, if you've seen the highlights on the Sports Center pages of what happened in that game and how shitty it was, don't ever watch those two teams play this year. Um, on the other side, I was looking up at the banners in Capital One Arena, which is where they play. It's where like the Wizards and the Capitals and stuff play. They had an arena football team, and apparently they play inside that. That arena. I didn't even know you could fit arena football inside one of those places. Like that's it's it's as small as a hockey rink. I didn't know. Yeah, because it's only fifty yards football was. I did not know that. That's insane yeah. to me.
2: But yeah. Sidetracking. Anyway, they used, yeah, to, they used I, to have one. In, they used to have one in St. Charles at the Family Arena. Mm-hmm.
3: Huh. Did not yeah. know that.
2: Yep. But
3: don't know if I'd ever watch it. Just thought that it's, was interesting.
2: It's weird. They're allowed to like. Fucking, which makes no sense because it's a shorter field, but like their wide receivers are allowed to get like start like way behind the line of scrimmage and run up. And then the quarterback, yeah, so they get like, yeah, they can have
1: like a full speed start. I just don't understand how it's not touchdown every play. I was like, could you imagine Tyree Kill?
2: Tyree (laughs) Kill, just get Tyree
1: Kill. All you would have to, as soon as you catch that ball,
2: you got to throw it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, bam, it's gonna be in the end zone. (laughs) Like, It's fucking nuts, and then the kicking is weird, and
2: yeah, the goalposts, Ethan, are like this far apart.
1: They're, they're huge, like, yeah, but you only, you can only kick it through like something this big, yeah, like three feet. It's 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 silly, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the XFL brings us. Let's dive into, I'm sure, what you've all been waiting for. Probably not our shithole picks. Sponsored to you by Charmin, because you're going to have to wipe your ass with him. Um, we'll start with our with our
2: uh,
1: champion of the beer mile over here, Jarrett.
2: So I told Travis I'm taking my picks this week a little bit differently. I'm not going to put units on them until the uh, the games get closer and I know what's going to happen. I got to have a can full of games. So I'm going to toss them out there, and then I'll put units on them on Twitter, and you guys can see it there. Um, uh, My first game is on Thursday night. I like Tulane in a bounce-back spot, minus three against SMU at home, 630 on Thursday, Tulane, 8-2 against the spread this year. SMU allows 446 yards per game on defense, and Tulane puts up 416 yards a game on offense. I think they're going to fucking scorch them. Minus three shouldn't be no problem, so I like them minus three at home on Thursday night.
3: Um, I'm gonna interject because I also have this game, um, and I have SMU money line on this game um, for plus one twenty eight. And the only reason I have this, I only put a unit on it. I, I do think that Tulane is in a position to bounce back, but the reason that I picked this game is because SMU is on a hot streak and Tulane has cooled off a little bit. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that those streaks will continue, that 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 trending will continue. But SMU just fucking puts up points, man. I think, if anything, you should bet the over of this game, even if it's at 90. Um, I would bet the it's over 65. of this game. Yeah, I, I think I will bet the over of this game, probably with SMU, maybe maybe not Moneyline. If I parlay it, I might just do their spread of plus three. Um, but I like the value here. I like the, the trend of where SMU is going to end their season. So I just took it for a unit. SMU money line <coughs> plus 128. So well, one twenty eight. So one. us said four
2: units. I was like, holy shit! No, no one unit. <laughs> one unit. Well, well, folks, there you have it. Uh, the pick uh, is SMU money line because uh, I've been <laughs> absolute asshole. So
3: hey, one of us will win this week. It's a guarantee right off the bat there that I one know. of us will have a win gonna,
2: pick. That's what I was going to say. Hey, unless
3: SMU wins by one, or unless Tulane wins by one
2: or two in overtime, because that dumbass we'll, we'll fucking overtime rule in college football. So. <laughs> all right yeah that would fucking suck
1: everyone gets burned everyone gets burned um my first game is on saturday at 11 a.m and i'm gonna do it it is tcu at baylor tcu minus two and a half Jarrett said to me last week you're not worried about that being a trap game and i said no i think they're that good again they're getting two and a half on the road so that's already like Okay, you're respecting them a little bit. Eight one and one against the spread. I think they're the better team here. Baylor, they're a pretty piss poor team. They just put up three points against K State. Their coach has absolutely no idea what he's doing. Give me TCU minus two and a half for five units.
2: Oh shit! Is this a squad ride right here? Because I have squad them, ride five units. I, also,
3: I I was about to interject because I also have TCU here and I have yeah. them minus two and a half. I only have them yeah. for two units um but love it i mean if you're gonna ride it with five units and ride or die on it this week i think it'll gain you some ground because i, I, I can't see a world that they lose this game or win it by less than three i just i
2: just this might
1: this might mind. be my biggest bet i've ever placed this weekend
2: i'd throw a so. hundo on it so yeah i i if if i'm looking i might at the game, throw two I, if, I, if I'm looking at the games I like a lot and I'm, I'm pick, picking them because I have seven I'm looking at right here and I'm not putting units on them yet, this would be my favorite one. As a matter of fact, just go ahead and put me down for four.
3: Okay. Right. I have the least confidence in them, but we at the same roll, time, I think – We're that, rolling yeah. with
1: 11 units on TCU minus two and a half. Yeah, the so. two
3: drunk brothers lock of the week will on Saturday, <laughs> slam the hammer down. Uh, and Baylor will win by thirty. So.
1: <laughs> my my thing, like I could see that happening if TCU didn't have so much writing on it.
3: But they're going to play this game smart.
1: So I think they, I think they should, they should go in and handle business. So I just took care of two of your guys' next picks. So yeah, I'll go yeah. ahead and go into my next one. It is Saturday at eleven a.m. Rolling with a little bit less on this. On this game, it is UConn at Army.
2: Taking the Huskies. UConn
1: at Army. I'm taking UConn plus ten. Boys, these guys are these guys are hotter than a fucking barrel of fire. Okay, <laughs> they've won their last three games. Won four of their last five. When's the last time UConn <laughs> has made a bowl game? No fucking idea. They just beat Liberty nine and two against the spread. Nine and two against the spread. Army's four and five. They're coming off.
2: A world where they have
1: scored 16 points in their last two games.
2: Okay. Yeah, and some of their wins, Villanova, Colgate, UL Monroe. They're fucking nobodies. Yeah.
3: UConn plus 10.
2: Yes. Give it to me for a unit. Love it. I have this on my card as well.
3: You want to know how long it's been since UConn's made a bowl game? When I Googled, when is the last time UConn has played a bowl game? The first result said, list of ucla bowl games in their history (laughs) that tells me they have not made a bowl game so it
1: might not have been till for (laughs) like the last there was
2: a time there in the early 2000 or mid 2000s where they were like big east big dogs the big east back when that was so there you go when the big east was still a thing that's probably the last time uconn was good so like oh were they
1: they were big dogs
2: big dogs and the big some would
1: say that they might have
2: that they might be huskies Yes, they are. But I love that pick, too, though. Um, I want to I interject here. Army is obviously a, a run-heavy offense. They average 299 rushing yards per game. Um, UConn, over the last three, the rushing defense is getting better. Over the season, they're allowing 159 yards on the ground. But over the last three, they're only allowing 142. So I think they're going to be able to bottle up that Army rushing attack. And that's going to be key here. I actually like a little sprinkling bank on the fucking UConn money line a little bit, from i be honest with you.
1: Maybe, um, maybe.
3: I did officially find it, by the way. It was 2010. They actually made four straight
2: bowl games from 2007 to 2010. I told you they were like, they were really, really good in like the late 2000s. Either, yeah. either way. It's been a while. Yeah. Yep. 12 years.
1: All right. Well, we Jared has now three picks. I have two. Ethan, let's get your third.
3: Technically. Yeah. I, both of my picks so far have been uh, you guys's picks, except the opposite of Jared. But anyways, <laughs> um my <laughs> next game is saturday at 2 30 central time um i'm gonna do it because i feel like i don't have a choice it is georgia at kentucky um georgia is 22 and a half point favorites and i am hammering that i don't think kentucky's a good football team their offense is atrocious their defense has not been as good as people (laughs) thought it was and did and had started out um 22 and a half. I, I think George is going to roll this game. I'm only putting oh, a unit on it. Um, I said hammering it. I'm only putting hammering a unit on it. it.
2: One um, unit. <laughs> Kentucky but, Wildcats. What happened? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, I, uh, I, I looked am putting at this 22 too. And a half
3: on it, so.
1: I looked at this too. You're putting 22 and a half dollars. 22 and a half yep. units
3: out of my 10 <laughs> units right there, boys. Uh,
1: no, yeah. I mean, I, I like that. I was looking at it. I almost made it a play, but I was like, I don't want to put 22 points uh, on a team, but I like that play. My next one, Saturday at 2.30 as well. I thought you were going to take it. I was about to smack the shit out of you and change my pick. I think I have this
3: pick too. Just go ahead and say don't, it. Don't,
1: <laughs> Coastal Carolina. Yep. At yep. I got to change it. Uh, Coastal Carolina at Virginia. This might change your mind though. Uh, Virginia is two-point favorites. Grayson McCall is still hurt. So they're rolling with their backup quarterback. But even then, I don't really care a whole lot. I'm going Coastal Carolina money line plus 130. Same. Same. It's one unit, one unit play. I have been just riding Coastal Carolina So the fucking wheels fall off this year. Every single thing I put them in, whether it's a teaser, parlay, straight up, unless Ethan puts money on them, I don't lose. So <laughs> with that being uh. said, I might lose. But. Their offense is just so explosive, and Virginia is so bad. They're three and seven, uh, four and six against the spread. Just not a good football team. The only thing that concerns me is that they will be coming out this week like dogs because of what had happened this past week.
3: Yeah. So if I was going to say, um, I, I almost felt bad picking this just in general because of everything that had happened. I didn't want people to think, like, oh, you're picking this game. Like, that's so insensitive of you. Um, You're picking those games or missing a starting
1: or linebacker, Ethan.
3: Yeah, I, I, uh, I live less than two hours from, from the University of Virginia in Charlottesville. Um, I, we actually got an alert at our university um, Monday morning, basically like putting people on high alert of like, hey, this dude's still at large. This is what happened. We stand in solidarity with Virginia. Um, and I was like, oh, shit. And that's kind of what I found out. And I, I looked it up and I saw that it was University of Virginia football players that had been shot and killed. Um. so like obviously condolences to that like that's a tough situation it's been pretty hard hitting in virginia out here with people who know like there are people at my university who know people at virginia that like heard all that and so what were you gonna say jared
2: i said before like all the big mass shootings we've had the last like five to ten years virginia tech was like one of the biggest ones ever uh so i mean that's that's another reason why it's kind of hard it sucks It's terrible so yep
3: and so I didn't want to pick it, but then I wanted to pick that. Like that, that this game was on my slate before this week started because being around here in Virginia, I knew how bad Virginia's football team was. And I know how good Coastal's team has been this year nine and one, Virginia's three and seven, and their favorites. I didn't expect that when the line came out. So I hammered it. And then I woke up Monday morning and I was like, oh my God. Like, so they're, they're, they are going to have some dog in them. They're going to be fighting, but, um, I, I just think that Coastal will still have too much for them. I also took Coastal Moneyline, um, and I put – what did I put on it? I put a unit on it, but I took them Moneyline plus 130. So, so did I. Let's
1: ride. Broncos country.
2: Jarrett, you're up. All right. I got – I threw a game out of my card. I'm going to do the same, same thing I did last week. I'm going to do three college, three NFL games. Uh, but I think majority of my units are going to be on my college games. I already put four in TCU. I like two on UConn plus 10. Uh I have an NFL game Sunday at noon, Lions and Giants. Giants three-point favorites. Don't overthink it. Take the Giants here. 7-2 um, against the spread. They're 4-1 and one at home. And guess what? The Lions have not won three games in a row since uh, since 2017. It's been five years since they won three games in a row. Don't see it happening here in New York, in the cold. They used to play in a dome. Giants minus three. Um, I don't know the units. One, two. I'll, I'll figure it out later. But that's what I like.
1: I have that as a lean. I uh, got to the NFL slate and I had ran out of units, no more left to give because of my five unit TCU play. Because I have two more college football plays, so I'll, I'll play that, but can't make it official because I'm limited over here. Limited. Uh, my next one is at two thirty on Saturday, so I got two eleven a.m. games, two two thirty games, and then one six thirty game. So this is my other two thirty game. It is a game that you will not watch. It is South Alabama at Southern Mississippi. What are you talking South- about, man? That's my game of the week. Dude, South Alabama.
2: They're always good.
1: Always. They had been good in, in years past, and they just snuck up on me because they're 8-2 and two this year, 5-1 and one in their conference. They're covering. They're both 7-3 and three against the spread, but they have the much better team. Uh, they are just putting up points at a premium. Their defense, one of the better ones in Division I football, actually only allowing 297 yards. Eighty-six on the ground, South Alabama minus seven and a half. Give me that for two units. <clears throat> nice.
3: I I don't have anything to add because I don't know anything about either of these teams. So
2: same.
3: <laughs> I mean, Southern Miss just lost to Coast Carolina with a freshman quarterback. So I think
1: South Alabama can handle their own. That's fair.
3: Um, Next, I will. I have uh, two NFL plays in a parlay. So I'll jump into my first NFL play. It is actually on Thursday night because I like to uh, make myself miserable. Um, It is Titans at Packers. Um, I bet against the Packers last week and they shit on me and actually won and told me you should never bet against us again. Um, So I chose to not bet on them at all this week. And instead, I am taking the over of 41 for two units. Because I think 41 is still low, even for these teams. Uh, the Packers have a miserable run defense, and the Titans have Derrick Henry. And the Packers are starting to kind of figure out their offense. They, they've learned that they need to be more run-heavy. But also, Aaron Rodgers might have found something in Christian Watson. It also might have been a fluke. We're going to find out this Thursday, I think. Um, either way, 41 was incredibly low. I know Thursday night games this year have not been good and have been hitting the under... Um, I don't have the stats on it, but I'm assuming more than the over is hit. But I'm still taking the over. Two units, 41, super low. It'll probably go up, if I had to guess, to maybe forty-one and a half, forty-two. 42. So take it while you can.
2: I don't mind that pick. Um, I had a Thursday night pick on my radar. I don't know if I'm making an official pick yet. I actually like the Titans plus three. Um, just because, like what Ethan said, of the Packers' run defense and the Titans having Derrick Henry. If you like um, that? Take like Derrick Henry's over. Yeah, yeah. Also, I like both uh, <clears throat> the Packers running backs unders on rushing yards because the Titans only allow eighty-five rushing yards a game. So, I think that's what's going to limit the Packers. I think that's the only thing that's going to prevent your over from hitting Ethan is the fact that the Titans' defense is so locked down on the on on running the ball, and the Packers need to have a balanced attack because if you make Aaron Rodgers throw fifty times a game, it's not going to work. So something gonna-
3: that I. Something that I didn't think that I would say, um, but I think actually will make a difference is Randall Cobb is back this week, um, and I know he's older, but but he's Aaron Rodgers' fucking gym diamond in the rough. Um, yeah. So I think that that could make a difference in the passing game. We'll find out. It, I could be wrong. Derek, Aaron Rodgers might throw for hundred yards, but
1: here's all here's all the rushing props. All right, whose uh, whose
3: line is it?
1: I'm gonna have you guys guess him. Derek Henry's line on rushing.
3: Um, I'm going to uh, go 89 and a half. 97 and a half.
1: 99 and a half for yep. a 100 yard game. Yep. But they don't really split carries or give the ball to anyone else. So I don't hate that. Aaron as long as they don't fall behind by two scores, he's going to he'll hit that. Aaron Jones, rushing.
3: 44 and a half. I'm going to go f- 49 and a half.
2: 57 and a half. Under all day.
3: AJ Dillon. Give me... 42 and <sighs> a half. 33 and a half. Bingo! <laughs> 33 <laughs> nice. and a
2: half. I actually kind of nice. like that over.
1: He hasn't been seeing the ball a lot lately, though. That's he true. hasn't been
3: seeing the ball a lot lately, unfortunately. But but last week, they did mix him in a lot more, even though he didn't get as many touches. Um He was on the field for a lot more plays than he'd been over the last two, three weeks, so... We'll see.
2: Yeah, but that's that's I don't uh, don't know if it's gonna be official play for me, but I had it on my radars. Titans plus three. I think it's gonna be a close uh, game. It should be a good game. Fair it enough. Might be our I'll, best
3: Thursday night game of the week. We'll see. Yeah,
2: yeah. Of the week, or it probably the will year. be our best Thursday night game of the week. <laughs> yeah, because it's the
1: only one. Um, <laughs> how many more plays you guys got? I got one.
2: I got. I two. have two more. Jay, All right, well, I'll
1: let I'll let you guys go. All
2: right, Uh I got two more Sunday late the late afternoon games are actually looking pretty decent this week. Uh, Sunday at 325, I got two of them. I like the Cowboys' money line at the Vikings. Um, I think the Vikings are the most fraudulent fucking 8-1 and team I've ever seen in my, in my entire life. This is a I weird think, line. I think the – yeah, it's – what is it, like three and a half, four and a half? That's one. Now it's minus oh. – Dallas, Dallas minus one. It's a, it's a line that makes zero fucking sense. Like why would the Cowboys be favored going on the road to play Minnesota after what plus. they just did? Yeah, and after what Minnesota just did. It's a line that everyone – I think this is one that's – every one of their brothers is going to be like, oh, my God, Minnesota at plus money value? Give it to me. But I think Minnesota is the most overvalued, overhyped team in the league. Buffalo literally gave that game to him last week. Josh Allen, what happened? Uh, and <laughs> – <Yeah, laughs> <but I think laughs> like <laughs> Minnesota, Minnesota fucking has, has like so many like – one-score game wins. I think the Cowboys come in here. They pound the rock down their throats. I think Zeke's going to be back. He's got a healthy mix of Pollard and Elliott. C.D. Lamb's heating up like crazy. Dak's kind of looking like himself again. Um, and I think that defense will step up and stop the Vikings. So I like the Cowboys' money line here. I think it's like minus like 110 because it's like a minus one, one game. So minus yeah. 115. Yep. I was going to say probably like minus 115. Don't
1: hate it. They're due for a big win, especially after what happened last week.
2: Yeah.
3: We'll see. Ethan, I will uh, play my. I have uh, one more NFL play, and then I'll be that. So um, I haven't done one of these since week two. So I figured I'd throw one out there. But before I do that, I have one more two-unit play. It is an NFL game. It is Sunday at noon. Um, it is an AFC East showdown, and it is the New York Jets at the New England Patriots. I am not playing any of these lines straight up. I am actually going to do a six point teaser for minus 120. Um, I am doing the Jets plus nine and a half, and I'm doing the under of 44 and a half. I think that this game will be low scoring, and because of that, I think it will be close. I have no idea who's going to win this game, to be honest with you. That's why I stayed away from picking one side or the other, but I think it'll be close enough to keep it within nine points. So give me that teaser minus 120, plus nine and a half, and the under of 44 and a half.
1: I have <clears> the, <throat> again, ran out of money. This is one of my first picks I was going to make. Ran out of money.
3: Ran out of units. This is
1: going to be one of my first picks I was going to make uh, the Patriots minus three. Bet on the same line as it was last time in uh, wherever the fuck they play. Foxborough. But, no, it was they were in uh, our, the Medellin. MetLife in New Medellin. Jersey. Yeah. Now they're in Foxborough. Same line. I'm a, I, I like the Patriots to win this one. Jets are frauds.
2: Yeah, Jets are frauds. But I don't like that. I don't I hate that pick. No, I don't. I don't. I think it'll be close. I don't think it's going to be like a, a double digit pass win. I think they do win that football game though. Um, I don't know though. I mean, fucking Mac Jones is horrible. So, and Sauce Gardner is really good. That's all I got to say you about that. Bet Patriots
1: to win by four to
2: Seven. nine. Four, four to eight.
3: <laughs> there you go. It might it might get some good value there. So,
2: I actually I, saw a TikTok of a guy that's like bet winning margins in the NFL because like you make so much money on them. But I um, remember what was that? Probably uh, like four Mizzou years game. ago. Mizzou game.
1: Four years ago, I bet Mizzou first Arkansas. To win. It was like a thirty to thirty three, and they did it, and it was two dollars with like three hundred. It was fucking nuts. Yeah, <laughs> and it
3: hit. So we should do that um, when we go next Friday, and it will fa- f-
1: fair. Let's
3: do it, and we'll celebrate um, with beers all night long.
1: All night long. My last play, uh, Ole Miss at Arkansas Saturday at 6 30. I faded Arkansas last week, and it pushed and LSU probably had the worst game of their lives. Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin coming off of a kind of heartbreaking loss against Alabama. I don't think he's going to take that lightly. They are the way better team, both on offense, defense. It's leaps and bounds better. KJ Jefferson still is like they're, they're being weary. They're like, uh, oh, he might play. I don't think they're going to risk him getting even further injured just to play him against a meaningless Ole Miss game. I'll take
3: Ole Miss minus two and a half for a unit. All yeah, right. they're giving you—they're giving you an extra half point from last week.
4: So yeah, against I
3: take that all day. Arguably similar team, equally talented team. Yeah, better maybe offers. a little less talented, but still. There we I go. have That's my last.
2: I have one more play. It's another late afternoon NFL game. It is the Bengals at the Steelers at 3:25 on the Sunday. I'm taking the Bengals minus four and a half. Coming off a bye. they're getting healthy. Steelers, I think, are coming off a good win against the Saints. It's a letdown spot for them. Uh, and this is almost really a, a must win game for the Bengals. I was looking at like this. Ch- there's a chart out there where it kind of like, what's it called? Like, a you can, oh, here's your wins, here's your losses. And like in the middle the, somewhere. The
3: fuck around and find out chart. Is that what you're Yeah, fuck, you're fuck around and there? find
2: out chart. Yeah. <laughs> you can like look up wins and like losses. And like in the, when you meet them in the middle, it says like they're your percentage of like your playoff spot. So, like, the Bengals, if they win this game, their playoff percentage goes up to 68% from 59, where they're currently standing at the record. If they lose it, it goes down to 29%. So this is literally almost a must-win game for them. Coming off a of bye, I should be fresh. I like the Bengals, minus 4.5 against Steelers, who I think are still massively overrated. They beat a Saints team that's not that good. Probably getting a little too much love here.
3: This was this was almost an official play for me, and it is a lean for me. I also like that line, even if it fluctuates up to like minus five. I still like it because I think that the Bengals might run away with this game like they did the last time they came out um, two weeks ago before their bye, and they did the same thing to whoever the fuck it was. Was it the Texans?
1: This was another one of my lanes that I ran out of units on. (laughs) There
3: go squad ride, squad ride, squad ride again. Throw another. If if you want to know my
1: if you want to know my other two leans that I ran against the Chiefs minus six and a half at the Chargers, Mm -hmm. because I hate Justin Herbert forever. And the Cardinals plus eight uh, in Mexico City against the 49ers.
3: Yeah, I think that's fair. Um I have one play left, and it is a parlay, and it is an effort. For me to try to get back all of the seven units that I lost last week. Well, you've got some insurance <laughs> on us, so I think you're fine. So, I it is just a four team parlay. Somehow it managed to be plus six fifteen. I think it's because one of the teams that Jarrett mentioned earlier give me some value. It is just a unit play. The first team is TCU. I think you know we all hammered that one. So give me TCU money line. Um, it's a money line parlay, by the way. Um, the second one is Oregon. I, I did it, and I might hate myself for it, but I'm going to ride it into the ground because I've been riding with Oregon all year, and it has both bit me in the ass and won me some money. So I'm going to stick with it. It was the val- It was a value play. That's, that's part of the parlay. That's the reason that it's plus 615. Um, I'm taking the bills. That is not a value play. They were like minus 350. I'm just going to take them at home. In the 30 inches of snow, by the way, um is what they're projected to get this week. Um, six, three to
1: six feet is what I read.
3: Yeah. And so they are playing the Browns. I get the Browns have a good run game and the Bills not necessarily don't. Um, but even in the snow, I still like the Bills to pull off the win here. Um, they desperately need it because they have looked bad their last two games. Um, and the Browns are not a bad football team. They are not a good football team. So my Sean fourth Austin. one, my fourth one <laughs> is gonna make Jarrett mad. It is the Vikings. Um, I had the opposite thought with the Vikings here. Um, I the, the Cowboys aren't a bad team, don't get me wrong, but for some reason, they just look different with Dak. I, I don't know what it is. I'm not saying that it makes them worse. I think Dak's obviously a way better quarterback than Cooper Rush, but for some reason, they just don't click. If they get Zeke back, this might change the fate of the Vikings because I do think that he is a key component to that team. Um, Tony Pollard is a great running back, but he is not the running back that needs to be the bell cow for them. He's so much better when he comes in, gets his big chunk plays. Um and then the Vikings man like I, I can't knock them when they're 8 and 1 and they've beat the teams that they've beaten. Their only loss is to an unde- or was undefeated Eagles team. Um so I'm going to ride with their money line here because it had value. That's one of the main reasons I took it. Plus six fifteen. I'm just putting a unit on, and I'm going to try to try to win big this week. I'll probably end up losing, but if I do, it's just a unit. So
2: there you go. Uh, two things about that. I uh, I want to say about the games you mentioned. I want to punch Kirk Cousins in the face when he does that <laughs> stupid thing with his chain and and the, the, the plane. Everyone thinks it's cool. That's a thing plane.
1: now, apparently, because Taylor Heineke did the
2: same thing. It's stupid. Taylor Heineke was a lot cooler than Kirk Cousins was. He's like, but anyway. Well,
1: because second Cousins is a cuss or drink, so he's automatically a nerd.
2: I'm going to be a sicko in that th- fucking 3 feet of snow game in Buffalo. I'm a, I want to bet the over in that game so bad.
3: I think they're moving Based on what it's at. I know it's at something right now, but if it goes down, then yes. I think they're looking
1: it. at I think they are already looking at moving the location of
2: it. You can't do. Come on, that's such a pussy ass. I know.
3: There's a
1: a record amount of snow though.
2: I don't It would be hard to thought. play
3: if you're if the snows at your ankles. It would be hard to play. <laughs>
1: right. Okay, that'd be like, hey I know a fucking hurricane's coming, but I'm staying in this
3: motherfucking house. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> if if no. they move the game, it makes me want to bet the bills even more. Let's just. Put I
2: it mean, that. if they move the game, they have to move it somewhere where there's still going to be snow. That's the whole point. That's Buffalo's big thing. And it's like you get that home field advantage, like Cleveland. Maybe I guess they, get they get snow, snow too. But try to move it to fucking MetLife or something. I don't know, but if it's a snow game, I'm gonna be a sicko and bet the over, especially that much because it's gonna be like thirty something, and like you get those crazy plays, and it's fucking Josh Allen. Like there's gonna be points to be scored, so.
1: Because there, somebody was saying something about a big snow game uh, back in like 2016 or 2015 where uh, it was with the, the Lions and Joyke Bell had, like, three touchdowns and the over, like, smacked hard. Yeah, yeah. So.
2: I was thinking about that because, like, everyone in the brothers are like, oh, I'm gonna bet the under because it's a snow game. Now, fuck that. I'm going to be a sicko about the over. That's what I'm going to do.
1: I like it. I like it. Well, there's our picks. There's the episode. It was a good one. We may or may not be coming at you next week. Uh, Ethan is going to be traveling back here. If we do come out with one, we're um, just gonna go say over. we're
2: not going to be next week. Let's we'll take let's we'll, we'll take a week off. It's take, our Thanksgiving episode. You're not doing it regardless. Yeah, but <laughs> if you guys so want, we might
1: we might do we one depending to, on what happens I have, this week. I
2: have to edit it. Oh man, uh, we,
1: it gives it gives Ethan a reason to come over to my house on the random Wednesday night. So
3: <laughs> we, if buy, anything, we, we might we might put our picks out. Um, no matter what, we'll put our picks out because we still are going to do our ten units. I'm sure. Uh, Yes. Right. Right. We'll we'll see. It will depend on what the Wednesday looks like after I get into town.
1: Exactly. No promises could happen. If so, it'll come out on Thursday. So we'll try not to talk about anything Thanksgiving related or and maybe maybe just keep it
3: to Friday and after. And maybe we'll catch you live on Saturday with a Beer Mile, official live live stream of the Beer Mile itself. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, and then we'll be
1: at the Mizzou game on Friday. So there you have it, folks. Lots of content coming up. Appreciate you if you don't hear from us till a couple weeks. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you later. Drink lots of beer and eat lots of food.
2: Peace.
0: Peace. Peace.